deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, my friends. It's time to begin the show designed with you in mind. It's another edition you shouldn't be missing. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with T. It's May 30th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, rapper Remy Ma, R&B artist CeeLo Green, country singer Winona Judd, actor Ralph Carter, maybe best known for his role as Michael on the TV sitcom Good Times. Today on the national calendar is acknowledged as Memorial Day, a day set aside to honor those who died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. The theme this month is bloom where you are planted, wherever you are, do what you do. Do your best to be at your best. Make the most of your present situation and circumstance. Don't let negativity stifle you. Don't let it stunt your growth. Go ahead and shine and blossom and bloom where you are planted. Talking with T would love to feature your organization or business, become a sponsor or advertise on the show. Let us help you reach more people and promote your brand, service, or product. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking with T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com.
to play him Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM. Just the best every day. Let's jump right into this week's sip of tea as I bring you trending news and hot topics. As we are in the midst of graduation season, I have to share that the entire 2022 class of the New Orleans St. Augustine High School, which is a historically black all-male school, got accepted into college, racking up $9.2 million in scholarships. And just to make sure you didn't miss it, for the people in the back, I said 100%. That means all of the students that graduated in this year's class of 2022 at St. Augustine High School were accepted into college. As society becomes more and more inclusive and embraces diversity, Laverne Cox becomes the first transgender person to have a Barbie designed in her image. Actor Kevin Spacey is facing sexual assault charges in the UK after being accused of sexually assaulting three men. Six people were hospitalized, two of them with life-threatening injuries, after a shooting last Saturday night in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in the area near the aquarium, officers said multiple parties were exchanging gunfire. There was also a shooting at a graduation party in Georgia in which three males were shot, one died, and the other two, ages 15 and 17, were airlifted for medical treatment. A white family in Croswell, Michigan, is suing the Croswell-Lexington School District after saying their adopted black daughter has suffered months of racial harassment at her high school. They said their daughter begged them to turn her white. That is so sad. The parents said the adults were just standing by and not taking action as their daughter was called the N-word and students told her to go back to the plantation, among other things. Historic and legendary Morehouse College, which is an institution for black males, has hired a white woman for student recruitment. Now, I'm not necessarily questioning the competence of the person they hired. It just seems like out of all the possible people to select to recruit black males, a white woman wouldn't have risen to top choice. But I would love to know your thoughts. Hit me up on the website, talkingwithp.com or social media. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can. Now if that's not enough, what can I say, what can I do? Because I've been loving you the best way I know how to. The only one that I can truly say I gave my best You woke me up and you showed me how to keep Selflessly, I gave up my love But now that I'm giving my best, it's not enough no, no. I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can Now if that's not enough Just a break. 
Blanket me from the cold Inspire me with stories that's yet to be told Give me something I can hold on to Cause the view from here See it ain't what it used to be Got me doing things I don't usually do In the name of love, the closer we got See the more that we lost touch Test the time, show me what it's made of It's like you brought some but forgot the rest And that's the hard part for me to digest I know this love thing is a process And while relations with your father They wasn't the best I can't blame him for all of this mess If that's a soft spot, I apologize in advance, played your favorite song cause I know you let it dance, but I played myself thinking I could be your man, that I could be your man, I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can, the best that I can, I've been loving you the best I can, the best I can, Welcome back to Talking with Tea, Spilling the Tea. Are you ready for this? All right, listeners, let's continue to review trending news with our top investigator, P.I. Pam. Last week, we were horrified by a mass shooting. On May 24th, an 18-year-old fatally shot 19 students and two teachers. 17 others were wounded at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. Since that time, we have learned that the gunman was in that school for 90 minutes. I read on CNN that it was reported that as many as 19 officers were inside the school more than 45 minutes before the suspect was killed. One of the young students called 911 several times, and authorities were right outside. The incident was already gut-wrenching, and this makes it even worse. To know that those with the power to save lives didn't, this kind of hurts me to my core. I don't understand. It's a lot of conflicting stories and people trying to figure out what could have been done, what should have been done to save those kids, Pam. Did you read or hear any other insights? Yes, everything seems so crazy and insane and sad to me because how do you let a young man who has just shot his grandmother took off in her truck the police are chasing him he wrecks he gets out the truck in full body armor and a rifle or two and runs into the side door of a school and you don't go in right after him you stop pump your brakes call the backup backup comes and you're still out there but then you think oh my kid's in there so you the police officers, they go in to get their kids, bring them out. All the while. Pam, wait a minute. Stop. Hold on. I don't think I heard that part. So the police officers that were on the scene went in the school and got their own children out and left the other ones in there? Yes. They Is that what you're saying? The, yes. They went in and got their own children out. All the while, this psycho is in the classroom barricaded with the class of kids and they hear the kids screaming they hear the gunshots going off and they get their kids and and come out and by this time parents are coming because they've heard all the commotion and heard what's going on because it's a it's a close-knit community and they are tasing parents handcuffing parents because they won't let them go in to get their kids 
for one mama. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta stop you again. So at some point, the community learns what's going on in the school, and parents come to try to go get their kid as any parent would. And you said they tased them and handcuffed them. They were tasing and handcuffing the parents. They had one mother handcuffed, and one of the officers knew her, knew her family, so he unhandcuffed her. She jumped the fence and went in and got her two kids. Like, you're not going to – they would have had to tase me, shoot me or whatever, because I would have ran my car straight through them and went and got my kids and helped – I mean, at least helped the other kids. It's been hard for me to imagine already when I saw how many officers were there that they couldn't take down one guy. And I know there was loss of life and there was going to be loss of life because he was deranged. But maybe it didn't have to be that many people. We're talking 19 kids to adults, 21 people. And for 90 minutes, that's just, I want to say it's unacceptable. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Right. It it is unacceptable and it's an embarrassment because you think about it, that that community is is close knit. There's like right. five thirty eight students, nineteen were murdered, seventeen have bullet wounds, and the other kids they're gonna be scarred for life and this school only has one counselor. One. So I don't you know and they need help and the help that they need they're not even trying to get it. Do you know what help that they got? What help they, did they get? They got other police units from other towns in Texas to come and protect their police force from the citizens that are after them because they basically got them kids killed. Not physically, but they were a big part. The police and uh, uh, it's just it's just too much. It's so, it's so sad. Every time I see the story of these kids' faces and hear the story and the teacher, you know, that, that died and then her husband went and put flowers, you know, at the school um day before yesterday morning and then he goes home and has a heart attack. His that is a broken heart. Yeah. I think I did say a little bit about that. That's a terrible tragedy for that family and all involved. So our hearts and prayers continue to go out from all who were suffering who were impacted by this horrific incident. Um, I'm going to change course altogether, jump into a whole different lane. And I want to know if you have any thoughts about Herschel Walker running for a Senate seat in Georgia. Now, I don't know where he's been for the last little bit. Uh, I do know what he's famous for. Sometimes. We just have to stick to what we know. When asked about the shooting in Texas, he said something about Cain killing Abel. And then he said that there should be a department that can look at young men who look at young women who look at social media. And none of that made sense to me. I, so it's just me. It's my personal opinion, but I'm going to put it out there. I'm not sure he should run for this seat. And I'm certainly not sure people should be voting for him. Most definitely. You know, and Herschel Walker, he's been such a role model for the, the kids, you know, growing up. You know, he went to Georgia, played football. He, you know, got his degree. Um, but I'm thinking 
did he study gibberish? Because <laughs> that's kind of like what he is speaking. I had to go back like, I don't, I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> oh, well, I'm talking about elections, kind of. Candace Taylor, she received just 3.4% of the votes in the GOP's primary for Georgia governor. Despite this, she is refusing to concede defeat and claims the election was rigged. So here we go. Now, maybe you could claim that. Let's say you received, I don't know, Pam, what, 40%? Mm-hmm. 30%? Maybe 20 3 <laughs> What? What <laughs> does it have to? Uh, 3 Pam. 3 point, I'm sorry, 3.4%. What do they have to do to convince the woman that she lost? I'd be more concerned about why my family and friends didn't vote for me. <laughs> because clearly you have percent <laughs> in your family, in your circle. Yeah. Right. Uh, one more story. A jury in Portland has – no, that's not one more story. All right, so our next story, a jury in Portland has convicted a self-published romance novelist. She once wrote an essay titled, How to Murder Your Husband. Well, they actually convicted her of fatally shooting her own husband four years ago. The jury found Nancy Crafton Brophy, age 71, guilty of second-degree murder. Now, you write a book. Oh, how to murder your husband. Little do we know you'd actually done it. So maybe the book can have a sequel and how not to get caught. Like, why would you write a book about, and I don't know, maybe I'm looking at it wrong, Pam. What do you think? She she writes a book and now she's convicted. Is that called life imitating art or art imitating life? I think so. She'll have a whole lot of time to write some sequels to this because she's going to jail. Now I have to go and try to find the book to read it to see how part one ends. Did it end with her getting caught? Or, <laughs> or what? That's what a lot of people said. It's about to be on the bestseller list, but I would suggest you this. Keep in mind when you go out to buy the book that she's in jail, that she got caught. So as huh. one of the uh, people said in the commentary that the book wasn't called How to Kill Your Husband and Not Get Caught. It was just called How to Kill Your Husband. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, my last story, New York City is going to pay $7 million to Grant Williams, who spent 23 years behind bars for a murder he didn't commit. Williams had worked at the Staten Island studio of the Wu-Tang Clan, and prosecutors had suggested a connection between the shooter and a Wu-Tang baseball hat that was dropped at the scene of the crime. Didn't check for DNA evidence or anything. And I, and not realizing how many possible fans could have had that type of hat. Yet, they linked that hat to Mr. Williams, who has been in jail all of this time for a murder he didn't commit. And while $7 million is a nice piece of change, I'm not sure that when you've lost 23 years of your life, there's any amount of money that can bring you some sense of peace or justice for that. Right, and that just has to be so 
heartbreaking to where you, you know you didn't do it and you're sitting in prison and they don't believe you. I mean, anybody right. could have had a, a Wu-Tang hack. Exactly. And when you look at, go back and read the story, what seems obvious to us now, you know, seems like it should have been obvious then, at least 23 years ago. Well, before we go, we are in the midst of graduation season and families and friends and graduates are celebrating all across the country from kindergarten through college, tossing hats, flipping tassels and doing all of those things that we do to celebrate such a joyous occasion. But I believe we might need some rules now, not many, but just a few, you know, so that we can really enjoy the graduation ceremony and festivities. Listeners, uh, if you have some rules or suggestions, we would love for you to send those to us. I have a few myself. Pam, I have a few. One, like I get when they call your child's name or your loved one's name or whoever it is, you want to scream and holler. That's what I plan to do as well when they call the name. But we want to hear the next name as well. So is there a cutoff time or should there be a cutoff time for how long you should yell for your graduate after they call the name? It should be because I don't even know why they waste their time saying, please hold your applause until the end. Because all we hear is, I see you, Lisa. I see you, Troy. I know, I know. It is it is really a tremendous case. Like, I don't want to take away from it. I also want to ask that uh, under the gowns that you do wear some type of clothing. Like, it's not really a dress. So for those that don't, you know, I don't care if it's a short set or whatever, but we do want you to have on clothing beyond just your underwear under that, that gown. It's see-through. It's, it's not meant to be a dress or worn alone. That's one other thing I wanted to say. Right. I think they should go back to when we were in school where the guys had to wear, you know, black dress pants and black shoes, and the young ladies had to wear new stockings and black shoes. I mean, you could wear any dress you wanted to, but it had to go with them new stockings and black shoes. I think it looked way more professional and elegant to me than people walking across that stage and slides and all kind of other things that I just I just can't wrap my finger around. Well listen, Pam, I, I get what you're saying, but let's not go all the way back to the nude hoes. Number one, it's about <laughs> nine degrees outside. And we did have our graduation indoors and now a lot of these graduations are on football fields and outside. So we're not gonna be able to really tolerate, I believe, the hose hosiery type. Okay, well, you can go to Walgreens and get some knee highs and them little balls. They still got them. (laughs) (laughs) Do. (laughs) They do. They do. Um, But that won't work. They're going to have me banned from any suggestions. Okay, take the (laughs) knee And if you are a graduate, and you know how sometimes they like to decorate the tops of their hats, I've seen really creative ones, really nice, decorative mm-hmm. hats. Yeah. Can you make sure you spell the words correctly on the hat? I mean, you are a graduate. 
So if you wouldn't mind spelling the words correctly on the top of your hat, that would be nice, too. And if you know you can't spell congratulations, just put congrats. <laughs> That's all. Just don't even spell out the whole word. Yeah, and, you know, it is with a T, not a D. Well, somebody told me that it was congrats because it's graduates. And I said, no, it's not. And whoever told you that probably doesn't know because I dare think they don't have diploma the first. They haven't walked across anybody's stage. Whoever told you that has not walked across the stage anywhere. Exactly. If we were to go, I don't even want to get into the grammar police segment. We'll save that for next time. But we will take this moment to congratulate all the families and all the graduates, whether you're graduating from kindergarten, head start, preschool, middle school, high school, or college, tech, trade, whatever it is. We applaud this accomplishment, and with that, that'll be it for this bit. And Pam, I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. All right. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with thoughts or opinions to our talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithTea.com. Share stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, Engage with us on social media and subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With Tea, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With Tea. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, tea will end with a quote. Do not follow where the path may lead. Go instead where there is no path, and leave a trail. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.